The Extreme BPM with Mark Extreme on eJazz Radio. So, welcome to the Extreme BPM. My name is Mark Extreme. We do this uh, Tuesdays and Friday where we get to talk to people that uh, make the music. In between Monday and Friday, we have uh, uh, the, mu- the music, 1 to 2 p.m. East African time. We get to premiere new music and that is again, you know, Monday to Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. East African time and uh, we get to premiere the music and then Tuesdays and Friday, we get to talk to people that make the music and then we shall get into, you know, a little bit of their backgrounds and all that and get into some of the songs. So, this week we are talking to James Worthy and he's on the show and uh, he's an R&B singer and producer, songwriter too and um, he has worked with uh, you know amazing artists that we shall get into I see you know under your belt I see Fetty Wap listed here, I see Black, I see T-Pain, I see Truth Hearts, we shall get into all that Tony Terry Corrupt, that is one of my favorite guys from the west uh, but um, let's welcome uh, James to the show, welcome to the show James, how are you doing? I'm doing good man, how are you? Fine, I have to give you the proper due, King James Worthy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you man thank you yes so you know first of all you i'll get we shall get into uh how you got started and all and uh, all that but for, how how are you dealing with this you know it's a year we are past a year with dealing with this pandemic and having to deal with zoom how how has this period you know treated you oh man it's been uh a crazy interesting experience to say the least but um you know on the good side of things um it definitely helped me creatively you know gave me more time to create and write and you know uh record and etc so you know that's been a good thing and just going back to the drawing board and uh figuring out what's next so hopefully things will get better and you know we can get to some type of normalcy but um you know it, it has its good and bad ways you know at this point we even know what normal is <laughs> yeah i mean we, we really don't we, we just adapt i guess <laughs> yeah so now we have to actually adapt even after this even when we go out we'll be like hold on can i hang around people and i will be good i will be okay exactly it's, it's always going to be in the back of your mind now so yeah. that's the crazy part that's so crazy but um you know uh good the good thing did you manage to get it during this time you know we have to check in with people these days you know what i i didn't uh, by the grace of god i, I have not caught uh the virus um and hopefully i will i won't moving forward I hope so. uh but uh you know i've just been trying to stay safe as possible and and you know not be around as many people or you know be irresponsible you know at least be masked up and you know clean your hands and all the etc so i've been trying to be cautious oh that that's that's good so uh let's get into you know how you got started first of all where are you born and uh you know you have to represent the borough and all that absolutely uh so i'm from queens new york queens. uh by way of atlanta now uh, i've been in atlanta for uh some time now but i'm from from new york and uh man just i'm from the area of uh you know the borough of the greats as i would say and uh man i'm just that young kid i've just always been around music you know just been around all uh, types and genres, you know, whether it's hip hop, R&B, house dance, jazz, soul, you know, it was just kind of like I caught the music bug real early and it just never left. Yeah. And and being from the borough, are you happy that Nas finally got his, his first Grammy? Oh, it's, it's absolutely. Even crazy I was so happy, so happy for him because it's, it's way overdue. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, you know, he's just he's one of those legends that it, it's, it's well deserved. Yeah, and and uh, it's 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 but you know people keep saying that Queens keep, keeps getting cheated, you know. 
because I even when you look at Nicki Minaj, you look at 50 Cent, you look at all these people that have been from Queens. I, you know, it's long overdue. You know, absolutely, absolutely. That's just, so. How does music get started for you then? You know, you you grew up in this area. You know, uh, you're from. Uh, you grew up in the 90s. Yeah. Yes. And uh, you you are what, what you know who are some of the people you were listening to while growing up at the time? Uh so at the time um a lot of uh trap ball quests, uh, a lot of um Houdini, uh now Rogers, Chic, um Kanye West, uh Pharrell Williams, uh you know Neptunes, Organized Noise, Quincy Jones, um Q-Tip, you know, just just a lot of different style musicians, yes. you know, um, you know, because again, I was just always around different genres, so it was kind of like I was I was like the I, I guess you would call it the nerdy music kid. So I would always like try to um, you know research and learn about different people and different musicians and how they did certain things and you know just grasping on how to to actually make music. But when I look at your production credits, the la- the list is crazy, right? Oh, thank you, man. Uh, it's man, it's 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 been such a blessing, and you know, I always tell people everybody's story is different, but you know, for me, I always look back and I'm like, wow, like, how did how did I do that? Because the the um, the discography is it's broad, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I've kind of I've been blessed to work with so many artists in different areas and different genres to where like it's not really just about hip hop was not just about R&B like you know I love it all so it's just been a crazy journey and and man it's it's been great I think you should stop being humble let me do the list then okay <laughs> 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 yeah we see so when I look because when I'm looking at this let's look at uh, let's see you've worked with Young Bug though he's hit maker right now uh, you've, yeah 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 you've done you've worked with Bobby Brown Jr you've yeah. you've worked with T-Pain you've done uh you've worked with uh, uh Don Toliver uh, Dev Toliver not yeah. Don Toliver I almost mix, mix mix that up uh you've worked with uh, uh let me see Asian Doll that is in there oh that's interesting that's interesting I see you see how diverse yeah. it is you've worked with Black and then Black Youngster and Johnny Blaze and then I see with Fedi Wap you have uh Tony Terry then you have uh Coco Brown uh you know yeah. the list is too much Dragon I, I like Dragon you know um, yeah yeah I see you also on uh, the DJ drama project yes yes and another one something another question that people want to ask is where is Jay Holiday because you apparently worked with him last year that's interesting yeah yeah we put out a single last year called Goldmine, um which is still doing very well but uh you know it that was it's so interesting about that song because i had that song for like four years just like sitting around in, in the catalog and uh you know when the pandemic hit last year um i had just put out uh the second ep kaleidoscopes yes and uh you know we had so many plans for that project man you know touring and etc <laughs> it just kind of got washed away so it was like okay we got to go back to the drawing board and and figure it out so i'm like well while we're figuring it out i need to put out some new music or or something is what i would call quarantine music yes so um you know i just kind of went back into the catalog and i ran across the record again and i'm like man like i gotta use this for something or you know i definitely want to use it so i'm like let me let me uh you know spice it up a little bit tweak it and I felt like I wanted somebody else on it um, just to, you know, give it a, a, a different flavor. So Jay Holiday was one of the people I had in my mind because we know each other for a little minute. 
and uh, we had never worked together before in the past. So it was kind of like, well, this will be our introduction. And uh, I know a lot of people haven't heard from him in a minute. So oh, yeah, a lot. I thought that would be really, really cool, you know, just to show the male R&B camaraderie. So that's what we did. Yeah, that is you and Jay Holiday they, uh, that came out last year. So how do you yeah. get how do you get to work with these people? Well, let's first get into that. How do you uh, you, you know you've done a lot? I just read out the whole uh, the whole some of the production credits that wasn't the whole of it, but some of the people in there and uh, some a lot of the people yeah. there are, are, are certified uh, big artists. And uh, you know how how did you manage to get your foot in there? Man, uh, a lot of um, networking, a lot of just consistency with people and the biggest thing of it all was just building the relationships with them you know what i mean like a lot of times when i work with artists because i'm very like uh specific on people that i like to work with so whenever i want to work with them i try to make sure there's some type of friendship or some type of relationship uh with them when we work so it's organic or you know it's it's a genuine situation so we know what we're trying to do, you know, we're, we're both in love with the project. We both know the expectations and the possible outcomes, you know? So that's really how it all came together with a lot of those artists. It's just a lot of them I've met years ago and passing and we reconnected or, you know, we've uh, found out about each other and I'm like, hey, you know, we should do something together. And that's how the relationship began, you know? So there's different ways, but I like organic, uh, you know, music making. Oh yeah, and then let's say, for example, let's say like with T Pain. How did that come about? You know, working with T Pain or not? Because he's also a songwriter, um, producer, and all that. Absolutely. Uh, well, T Pain, such a cool guy. Uh, I met T Pain. I forgot what year it was, but it was years ago. Yeah, because the, and um, this song is, I, I think, think you know, we, he released the song in 2012. Two, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it had to be like 2010, probably, to wow. where I, I know we met in LA at one of the big studios in LA. And um, at the time, this the big studio that we were at, they had like 10 studio rooms in, the, in one building. So a lot of times artists will bounce, you know, from room to room just to see what's going on. And hey, such and such is in here. And you know, what you're working on and blah, blah, blah. So it was kind of like that. Like I, I was bouncing around from like three rooms and okay, you know, this artist is in here and let me, you know, give him a beat pack. Another artist is in here, let me, throw a hook on here reference or whatever it was so t-pain was just one of the, was in one of those rooms and um you know i was already a fan of him and i'm like man like i would love to do something with you and um he's like yeah man let's let's do it so i played him some tracks and uh he he liked all of them but it was one that he chose specifically uh which ended up uh turning into a song called um everybody, everybody yes. else uh, him and another artist by the name of um, Elise, Elise 5000 5000 yeah. yeah so she's really really dope too dope songwriter as well and uh, that's just kind of how it came about like he just threw his, his sauce on there in the hook and that was it yeah, and, and you know, it, you know, the point, the thing that that maybe some people might overlook and sometimes might not pay attention to is that some of the people that are on the list that I I, I mentioned, a lot of them are songwriters and producers. They are not just people that just come and perform in a song. They are songwriters and producers by the the fact that they can get, you know, you get together and work together at the same time. You know, it it shows how much of of an artist you are. Yeah, and it's and it's not easy. You know, it's it's uh, you know, it can be difficult. You know, wearing all those different hats. You know, it's not easy. You know, just being only a producer or actually being a producer and a songwriter, and then 
being an artist as well, you know, it's it's all what I say, um, you know, creativity or, or artistic expression to say the least, but you know, all those different aspects coincide with each other. You know what I mean? So you gotta you gotta perfect one and then go to the others, you know what I mean? And and that's that's what I had to do, you know, perfect my songwriting and then, you know, once I felt like I was in a good space then moved on to the music production part, you know, to put the whole puzzle together and then artistry was you know the the next chapter down the line you're still even doing your own solo projects and uh, before, yeah. uh, be, i see you know there are there are there are many artists that we did run through but we, who <laughs> who was the most difficult one to work with you know what i, I get that question a lot and <laughs> you know to, to to be to be really really honest man I, I really hadn't really had a lot of bad experiences with any main major artists or anything like that like it's really all been love the only probably situations that's been kind of shaky were maybe like you know some upcoming artists or some independent artists you know sometimes they get the ego involved and you know different things so you know i've dealt with that but when it came to more mainstream acts it, it's it's been pretty pretty cool which one do you think has been your most successful project out of all those well, I did work on a project uh, with uh, Justin Bieber, which um, that project is getting getting ready to be re-released. Um, I think they're doing some type of re-release with it uh, from his Purpose album, uh, because the song that we were, we worked on, um, it wasn't really a single. Like, it was kind of like just one of those songs that just kind of grew over time online and radio here and there and they would just became a fan favorite uh which is called company so um hold on hold on hold on, hold on. yeah yeah you, you, see, you see you see the the humbleness part you know that cool thing from queens you know you, you better you, you are going to cut that out for a second okay <laughs> company is a song that everyone knows i think everyone knows right and on that purpose album it was one of the singles we yeah well you know what the funny part about it is is company wasn't an official single it oh people just picked it up yeah it was just it was just a song that just kind of grew uh organically from the fans like it wasn't an official single so like you had your uh his other singles i think was sorry then you had uh 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 what's the other one what do you know i think or um, you mean what do you mean what do you mean what do you mean that was another single and it was one other one, but a uh, company was just, oh, and you know, think, was and just like a fan favorite. You know, yeah, Justin Bieber, man, he's a talented artist. Um, I, and I believe he just released a new album too. So oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's doing his thing. Then how, how do you get linked up with Justin then, with Justin Bieber? Uh, that really came by, um, I guess, for lack of better words, guilty by association. So uh, <laughs> just being at the right place at the right time. And, um, you know, just uh, linking up with some great writers and, um, we just ended up uh, having the chance to get on this project. Uh, so it really wasn't a thing of we met and, you know, we, we started doing stuff like it was just kind of, uh, you know, I got I got put into a situation. We got a chance to be a part of it. And that was that. But what do you enjoy more, writing or do you enjoy the performing part? Uh, I love both, to be honest with you. You know, they, they both go hand in hand. You know, like I always tell people, like, I can never write a song without production or I can never have a full song uh, without lyrics. You know what I mean? So I use those same tactics for not only myself, but for other people, you know? So it's just the difference is I'm the one singing them now, Ah. you know? So that's, 
that's how I look at it. By the way, guys, we're still hang- we're hanging out with uh, James Worthy, King James Worthy. You released an album last year too, right? Yeah, Kaleidoscopes. Yes, Kaleidoscopes. That was released in 2020, but then you also had another one that you had released the the year prior, and that was a Blue Leisure, right? So yeah, so so the the Kaleidoscopes project and the Blue Leisure projects uh, were the two EPs. Uh, but before then, I had released uh, two solo singles uh, before those projects. So one was called Blue Sunsets, and another one was called Move, which featured um, Ecstasy from Houdini. And um, you know those projects. Well, those two singles were like, I guess you would say my um, my introduction uh, as an artist, right? But uh, but as a solo artist. So even before then, I was actually in a group uh, in 2017 uh, called Kings X2 and uh, myself and, and another gentleman. Um, and actually we put out one single and that one single debuted at number 10 on Billboard. Wow. So that was like my my very very initial uh, introduction as an artist um, in that group, and then once we uh, once the group the group broke up, um, I went solo. I then released Blue Sunsets and Move, which that kind of like set the tone and the bar to to where I didn't really even know I had an audience uh, for artistry until Move came out, which you know just having a chance to collaborate with the legend like Ecstasy, which was a blessing in itself. Um, I mean, you know, it was just great. It's it's interesting. The first thing that you put out in, in the group was num- uh, was in the top ten, and then you're wondering whether you had an audience as an artist. Isn't that interesting? It is interesting, you know, because it was new. It was new territory, you know, like. And a lot of artists can't really say that, you know, their first ever time releasing something um, as an artist, period. And, you know, you go that high on the charts on Billboard, you know, that's that's not always an easy thing to say, you know. So uh, that was that was a blessing in itself. And, um, you know, again, I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't really have a lot of expectations. It was just more like just going with the motions. But, um, you know, it was just like a, a growth thing. So I didn't really know. I know I had the audience already from, you know, previous work that I've done with other people. But me as the artist, I didn't know that audience yet. So, you know, once I kept going into, you know, my solo round, that's when it started building at that point. But, but then how do you convince a legend like Ecstasy or, to, or from Houdini to come onto a project? when you are actually in in the initial stages of your career as an artist you know because you've done all this work amazing work as a producer and you've done as, as a songwriter you've done all this but then as an, as an artist how do you get ecstasy on the song uh man well uh shout out to uh, a young man uh by the name of rob rob beats uh he's the one that introduced me to ecstasy in atlanta and uh we were actually at rob's studio and uh ecstasy came by and and uh you know I think we were actually that day we were recording uh, move and um, I was at the tail end of uh, the song actually and you know I came in and 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 ecstasy walked into the studio first time meeting him and you know I was already a big fan of Houdini oh, and that was just a, a blessing of meeting him but uh, he listened to the song and he really really loved it and he actually proposed the idea to me that he would want to get on the song I didn't ask him so wow. and I thought he was joking at first I'm like are you serious because <laughs> you know I mean Houdini had hadn't put out anything in years you know what i mean so yes it was kind of like wow like i mean that's kind of crazy so um he was dead serious so we actually sat down and wrote his verse and he recorded that verse that same day wow it was 
us together. So, I mean, that's that's really how it came about, which, you know, still to this day, it, it trips me out because I'm like, man, the first time we ever met, we you, did that. You did a song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And with the legend. So on the first project, uh, which was Blue Leisure, uh, man, that project was like, of course, the debut project, but it was more so the project that I wanted to, I wanted to make it like a theme project, right? And, and tell a whole story. So Blue Leisure, the, the meaning behind that is one blue is my favorite color. So it, it's like a tranquil energy color for me. So, you know, I'm really big on energy and, and vibes uh, with, with anything that I do in life. So um, that was just a color that I wanted to exude in the music. And then leisure is just a word more so of expression, uh, you know, just like kind of letting go, expressing yourself, you know what I mean? So yeah. just kind of put the two together, uh, which kind of with the things that I was talking about in the music, um, kind of coincide with that name. So I had a chance to work with like artists uh, like Tony Terry on that Tony project. Terry. I worked with uh, Kalina Harper from Diddy Dirty Money, uh, Sona Relay, and of course Ecstasy Udini. So it was it was a great experience, man. Uh, especially for it being uh, my first body of work, um, and I really really took my time with that project. Like it took me a year to make that project um and you know just just a lot of scrapping and redoing things and you know mixing songs five ten times and, you know just going through the whole process so it was it was really really dope so so basically with with the uh, kaleidoscopes project uh so when when blue leisure came out in 2019 um i was pretty much moving around a lot that year with that project i was touring a lot doing a lot of different things and in the midst of doing all of that you know i was still recording and and, and still making music so i began working on slightly the next project uh within that same year so i remember i had um i had went to dubai uh no it wasn't dubai i went to italy because I, I had a show in Italy, went to Italy. And uh, I remember I was sitting in like some courtyard, just like, you know, having some coffee in the morning and just like reflecting on some thoughts and just, you know, just trying to hang out and, and think. And I was just going over different ideas of what my next project would be. And um, it was a guy that was standing above me. And uh, from where I was, you can see the Coliseum. And uh, he was looking through a telescope and I don't know what he was looking at, but he was just, he had this big telescope. He was just looking through it. <laughs> so in the, in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, I don't know what prompted me to come, come up with ideas by, look, by me looking at him, but the name Kaleidoscopes just came to mind. And it was more so the meaning of like, you know, I'm growing as an artist, you know, I'm growing my brand bigger. Um, and I want to give people a different, like, you know, identity with me, you know, versus just one side, right? And I want to show the growth as an artist in the next project. So kaleidoscopes just kind of meant like, you know, giving people a different scope of me, you know, just, just different sides. So that's where the idea came about. And then, you know, once I got back uh, to the States, that's when I started recording more and more. And then uh, that project came out uh, January of 2020. And uh, as soon as it came out, you know, uh, started doing really well picking up. And then, you know, I had a release event for it, sold out. And then once February came around, that's when the pandemic hit. Yeah, so, you know, that's when it kind of got, you know, iffy with a lot of different things. But um, 
yeah i mean you just had to adapt yeah and, and 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 i want to ask this though is there a rule for you or uh does this have just happen do you have a rule with number seven because there are all seven songs on all the albums on the <laughs> Uh, so so typically with EPs, EPs are anything from like five to seven songs. So, you know, I didn't want to put an entire album out yet. You know, I just wanted to, you know, walk people into, you know, who who I am as an artist, you know, my style, my sound. So um, now, uh, you know, moving forward, I am getting ready to release my debut album this year, uh, which I'm really, really excited about that. Um you know, I just I just wanted to take my time with with what I'm releasing. You know what I mean? I'm I'm really really I really take that serious. What are the little things you can give us? About, you know, I know you're releasing it later on this year. Yeah. So with this uh, debut album, it's uh, it's probably the most eclectic musical album uh, or body of work that I've uh, made. Uh, most likely, it'll probably be 13 or 14 songs max. Um, not a lot of features, more so um, I'm just kind of giving people just just me, you know, uh, just showing my range, just showing, you know, uh, the versatility and not only the production, but the writing, uh, the sonics, you know, just an all balanced round project, um, you know, from different tempos, different styles, you know, not super left field, but definitely a variety but it's definitely eclectic for sure. So um, it's it's a whole whole storyline within the whole album, which, uh, I mean, it's, it's been an amazing process thus far. So I've probably been working on this album since probably March of last year. Oh, wow. You are quick in. You, 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 even with the pandemic coming in, you are still focused on making sure that you get this done. Absolutely. Yeah, that that is so in the dark is part of the album? Yes, yes. So, so it, the new the new single is on the album. <laughs> so so uh so with in the dark, basically like that song is talking about like kind of like spicing things up uh with your partner sexually. So it's like for example, you might be with somebody that, you know, likes to do things with the lights on or with, or candles or whatever. This time we're we're switching things up. We'll do all of that just in the dark. Wow. You know what I mean? So we're just it's more so like connecting with that person, you know, energy wise, you know, soul uh wise, uh, without seeing anything. So we're just connecting. And that's that's what the song is about. And the artwork is on brand too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So in the dark is is uh, is uh, the first single of the album. So I know it's supposed to be later on when you're releasing an album, but you know what can we know? What can we know about that? About the album? Uh, I mean, besides it being you know very musical and eclectic, um, well, you guys definitely expect it probably end of June, going into uh, July, summertime, and um, yeah, it's just it's just a really really dear project to me. You know, like it's it's really really special. You know, all of my other projects are really special too, but this one is, you know, I put so much time and effort and blood, sweat, and tears into this project. You know, it's just like, you know, I wanted it to be. When you hear it, there's there's no ifs, ands, and buts. You know what I mean? Like musically, sonically, everything. Like it's just one of those to where like, 
I wanted to not and not that I'm trying to like please everybody, but there is something for everybody on there. And and can you give us anyone that is featured on the album? Uh so right now, um I know that I have uh Brian McKnight Jr. on the album. Oh. I have uh Robin S on the album. Uh I have Miguel on the album. Uh let me see. Um, and, and a couple other people that that, uh, have, that might be on it too. You have Miguel on the album. Yeah. So so since you have him you have him on the album, then you know is that is already done, right? Uh, we, we still have to tweak some stuff on there, but for the most part, it's pretty pretty solid. And producers, you're, you're, are you producing it or you're working with other people on it? You know what? So um, ironically enough, I have not produced anything on this project. Um, shout out to my producer, uh, Ronell Sessoms. Uh, he he's amazing. Uh, I mean, just to say the least, amazing musician. Um, he's produced uh, the entire project uh, from top to bottom. Just just an amazing musician, man. And uh, also, too, I want to give a big shout out to my engineer. Uh, William Bowser, um, amazing engineer. Um, you guys will hear some of his work, uh, you know, very, very soon. He He's the one that mixed In the Dark and um, the rest of the album, too. So, yeah, man, uh, great stuff. Yeah, we can't wait. So you say that is coming out uh, June, July, around there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, before we close out, I want to ask you one thing. What were you doing on Love and Hip Hop? <laughs> uh you know what it was more so just kind of like um appearances you know nothing crazy you know no throwing drinks or fighting or nothing like that exactly no I'm, we're not doing that we're not doing that but uh just just a couple appearances studio studio scenes and you know um just talking to a couple friends on there you know uh, i think i had a scene with like carly red and I think one scene was with a uh, little scrappy and you know a couple other people you know nothing too crazy and uh what else how, how can we wrap this up how can people find you how can people check you out on social media to keep up with you yeah uh so everybody can follow me all social media platforms at king james worthy uh you can go to my website jamesworthymusic.com uh youtube james worthy music and uh, like you said, all music is on all platforms, all DSPs. So get you a copy, stream it, all that good stuff. And In the Dark is available. So uh, get you a copy of that as well. Yeah. And the album is coming out later on this year. Yes. Yes. With amazing features on it too. Absolutely. The Extreme BPM with Mark Extreme on E-Jazz Radio.